Welcome to Porch Talk. This is the happy hour edition, a.k.a. the shots cast, a.k.a. the drink cast, a.k.a. the no edits, no nothing, no plans, just going until we can't go no more. I'm Eric. This is Miss Paige Lee. Easy tell them, Papitos, Mansfield's greatest bartender, PA's greatest bartender, the Northeast's greatest bartender, DMV's greatest bartender. Is it much competition in Mansfield when there's literally no one up there? I mean, you could make that argument, but if you were listening to my resume, I'm also the best bartender in PA. Harrisburg, Philly, and Pittsburgh. I'm also the greatest bartender in the DMV, which includes Baltimore, D.C., Fredericksburg, Alexandria, Richmond, Virginia Beach. My resume is impeccable. And who granted you this um, title? Hey, all I'm saying is <laughs> I know a guy who also know a guy who passed out bachelor's degrees for 1500 and he granted me this title. Ah. Yeah, we actually found out. What, that wasn't on the podcast, was it? That was before the podcast? Nah. Yeah. Yeah, we found out that you can get bachelor's degrees, master's, doctorates for relatively cheap. Like, we're talking a couple hundred dollars cheap. Interesting. So, who really needs to go to school? You could save so much money. Literally. Um, so, I picked up uh, some some food on the way. That's some uh, hibachi Japanese. Some people might say that's risky during this time. Not me. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but um, some people would say that. And it was curbside pickup, and, like, we're supposed to wear masks. I forgot to wear a mask. I was in the car. And then um, it was something random, like, 1340-something. Like, I was like, oh, I got to get you changed. And I was first, my first thought was, do you think I would ever carry around $13.40-something cents to give you? And second of all, I thought, do I need to tip this guy for coming out to the curb? I didn't because he's a grown man. I feel like that would be demeaning towards him. But also, like, is that a necessary step in life now that if people are doing curbside delivery, we have to give them a tip for coming outside to give me food that I bought? That's a tricky, tricky situation you've got there. Because personally, I've never really been a fan of tipping the delivery guy who's got to walk the six feet from his car to my door. So I'd say no. Do not tip the nigga walking into the curb. Wait, but you don't even tip like delivery guys coming to your house? I'm going to tell you right now. It depends on my mood. And this isn't like a stereotypical thing. This is just a me thing. It truly depends on my mood. Let's say I order a pizza from Domino's and the lowest they'll deliver to me, not Domino's Pizza Hut, the lowest they'll deliver for, to me is it's got to be like over $8 or whatever. So I spend $9. Like I'm like, throw me a bottle of water. Or throw me a little two-liter soda so I get there. So I spend $9. 10% of that is $0.90. Cent. Mm-hmm. 20% of that is $1.80. What do I look like handing a grown-ass man $2 for walking this to my door? No. I'm not going to demean you. So tips are demeaning? Tips aren't demeaning if it's, like, in a restaurant and that's the waiter and, like, they're serving you and waiting on you and stuff like that. I feel like it's kind of demeaning to hand a grown man or just anyone in general $2. Like, 
because I'm a one person. I'm not really spending more than ten dollars on a delivery in the first place. So it's gonna always be less than ten. And then at twenty percent, I'm gonna bust you two dollars at the most. Like, nah, I'm not even gonna do that to you. Cause it's like, damn, this all you got for me? And then I'm gonna have to fight you for asking me that. So like <laughs> the only caveat is if everybody has that mindset, then my guy's not getting tipped all night. And in turn, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm I'm okay with that. I don't know why tipping is a thing. I know a lot of people from like different places where tipping isn't a thing, like foreign countries and whatnot. Tipping, I don't mind in like restaurants, but delivery drivers, no, fuck no. If you're upset because you don't make a mon- enough money, take that up with your boss. Don't take it up with me, who's gonna hand you two dollars, like because it's two. Like what the fuck? What you gonna do with two dollars, bro? Like I'm not busting you two dollars. If you want two dollars yeah. that bad, ask your fucking manager for a raise. Yeah, delivery drivers aren't paid all off of tips. Like they get whatever wage they get. So I can see that. I mean, I would probably just throw a guy like, I mean, if, if you're ordering it online, you can probably just like put like three dollars and like three to five. Probably not even worry about. It. Depending on what you get though, like you said, if it's a but you know eight nine dollar pizza. Like even twenty percent two bucks, it's like, all right, do you really want that? I mean, I guess, but I don't know. But at the pro- at the same time, I don't like tipping on my card like in advance. I need to see it first because I don't want you bull driving on my shit. I remember like last year I ordered some shit when I was back home, and it was supposed to. The lady told me the phone twenty minutes. Nigga got here in forty seven minutes, and I called. And I was like, "Yo, where's my food at?" And she was like, he left a while ago. He should be there by now. And I already tipped on the phone. So, like, he already pocketed $4 up off me because it was, like, fucking 11. I think I rounded to, like, 15-something just to, like, round up. Yeah. And I was like, this nigga rode around, said what's up to his friends. My food's fucking cold. Not lukewarm, but cold. Like, what the fuck? What did you order it on? Like, from a restaurant or what? Yeah, I had it from... uh. I, what was it? I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was B Dubs. They're doing delivery. Like I ordered it through B Dubs delivery, not through like Uber Eats or some shit. Mm. And nigga was taking hell along. That's the one good thing about DoorDash is like I think I've had an issue every time I get food, and they like they're because of their system, they just automatically give you like money back or whatever. And it's like that's pretty solid. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that. What about you? How can you fuck up delivery that bad when it's like your only job is to dash to their door? Like, it's it's not so much the delivery; it's more in the restaurants, like not giving me the right food. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, yeah. I hate that shit, and then I feel like a dickhead because it's like, bro, like I remember I ordered Domino's one time, and I got the uh, fucking. Possible or whatever, because this shit's kind of slap. And it came and it wasn't the bread bowl possible, it was just like the tin possible. Mm-hmm. And I'm like a chicken Alfredo nigga, and it was the wrong pasta as well. And I was like, bro, I'm not trying to be that guy. Cause like the doctor was like 25 minutes from the house. I was like, I'm not gonna be that guy, but I'm gonna need a refund or I need you to go back and get the right order. And he was like, What you mean? I was like, This this ain't it. And bro was trying to like negotiate with me. He was like, But you don't just want to eat it because I'm already out here. I was like, nah. I was like, so you can call them and tell them they got the wrong order and they got a refund me, or I can call them. But one way or another, something's going to get done. Oh, <laughs> damn. I was hated because I had already waited long as shit for that food because 
it's like a 25 minute drive out there and then they still got to make it. So I'd wait like 40, 45 minutes for it anyway. Yeah. Nah, if you get that wrong, you something's got to be done about it. Well, I mean, again, it's like you I'm, have one job. It's to not fuck up my order. It's really not that difficult. Like, so I'm I'm assuming he just grabbed the wrong food. That was probably it. Yeah, he grabbed the wrong order. No, he didn't grab the wrong order. He dropped my order off at someone else's house. Ooh, and I had their order. Mm, that's even worse, brother. I mean, I'm not gonna shit because like. There's definitely you just have those days at work where you're like nothing's going right. So he might have just been having one of those days, but like I'm not gonna pay for that if that's not what yeah. I ordered. Exactly. You de- yeah, you definitely have those days. And I mean it's on him. It's hundred percent that's his fuck up, but it's also on the next the person before me. Cause I know some niggas are just like that. They're like, damn, it's here, whatever. I got the food, I'm gonna just eat it. You're okay. I'm not that person. Cause I'm kind of picky to begin with. So I'm not just going to eat someone else's order. That's not what I want. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than looking forward to food and then it being something different. Because your taste buds are all oh. fucked up and you're not going to get what you were expecting. And yeah, I hate that. Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't be me. Ugh, that's one job I would never want to be as a delivery driver. Because it just doesn't, nothing about that seems appealing. No, because you know people are going to be assholes, and you're just in the car all the time. For me, as a female, I would never do it, just because I'd be afraid that I would get, like, kidnapped or something. But, yeah, I just, not for me either. I don't think I'd mind it. I feel like I could thrive in that vibe. Yeah, you're really good at talking to people, though. I'd be able to listen to music in a car all day. I'd be able to dab niggas up and fuck with them. (laughs) A lot of these people are repeat customers. I'm gonna be able to ask where his sister, at, where his mom at. Like, ooh, I'd have fun. Bro, this is definitely the guy you see on like Twitter or like Instagram, where it's like those delivery drivers like playing beer pong or like taking a hit of like some shit, like oh, man, 100%. delivery. Absolutely, I'd have a good time. A shot per delivery. Damn, yo! If you walked up and were like, "I don't want a tip," just give me a shot. I'd be living. That would be a game changer. That truly would. So what have you guys been up to this week? Um, I got the worst sunburn of my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. It was so bad. And, well, actually, it's honestly not the worst one of my entire life. I've had worse, but this one was pretty fucking bad. And all I did was I went walking with my friend Becca for a couple hours because I was on vacation the beginning of the week. And it was like cloudy as fuck here and maybe like 60 degrees. And I knew we were going to be walking a ton. I was going to be sweating. So I decided to like the one time I step out of my house with a tank top on, I forget to wear sunscreen. And I just got absolutely fucking roasted. Like... I look like a damn candy cane. And I know my face most moisturizer works that has sunscreen in it because my face will not burn at all. But my shoulders and my chest are still bright red. Even though it's cloudy. That's cloud burn is a thing. Don't ever don't ever let somebody tell you that it is not. 
it is 100% a thing. But yeah, that was pretty much the highlight of my week. My shoulders are now blistered too, like big old blisters. So love that. Do you think it's just because of the lack of outside that your body just not used to the sun? Um, I think it's a combination of that, like straight coming out of winter. Because as the summer and spring goes on, more I'm outside, the less I burn, like as bad. Because um, I burn even when I wear sunscreen. Um, but also, probably like 80% of it is genetic. And if you've ever met my father, he is the whitest human being on the entire planet. Like, you cannot get more English, Irish, German, just, you know, pale. So, I have a lot going against me. A lot going against me, but it's what it is. What about you, Az? I feel like you've been hiking a lot as of late for some reason. Hey, man, you got to take those dogs to see the world. So, I've just been hiking, letting these dogs see the world. Um, and drinking. That's it. I'm enjoying the last bit of time in Mansfield because who knows? This could be my last little stint in Mansfield. So, just living. When do you have to get out of Mansfield? Are you gonna like go literally until the last day of release? Uh, nah. I have until like the end of May. But I'm gonna end my lease early and go like mid May, like May 15th ish. May 15th, somewhere around there. Damn. I feel like you'll be back. In Mansfield? Yeah. I don't know if I'll say that. Well, what are you going to do online for the last semester? Probably online for the last semester or however long it takes. Maybe take slower classes. I, I really haven't thought that far into it. I'm not the planning type. And then post that, like, fucking move and start making money. But making money not hard. People make making money seem hard. But making money is real easy still. The real question is, when are you going to adopt Norm? I might put some paperwork in the works. Because Norm needs me. So let me talk with you. Damn. I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I just said, I feel like he's happy with you. Oh, he's... That dog loves me. It's me and Norm till the end. I feel like you can't take him to uh, Mr. Brown's house, though. What do you mean? You like dogs. Just big dogs. He doesn't want any small dogs. See, what are the? What do you think are the likelihood that you can actually take Norm? Like the realistically, yeah. could I take Norm? Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> but if I could, everyone would be happy. I feel like you might have to make that move and just take Norm. My bad. I had that uh, pineapple can in my mouth. Yeah, you just you just gotta take him and just go for it. Oh, I'll keep y'all posted. What I don't I don't know if Mansfield's ready for like a world without Ezra. It's probably not, but you know, I can't keep providing an example for these ancient niggas. If they haven't learned in my time here by now, they'll never learn. All I hope is that they do everything I would have done. It's really the end of an era. It truly is. So you're just gonna be up in um, Fredericksburg, just mobbing out for a while, I guess. No, I don't know yet. I don't know if I'm going back to the burn. Really? Haven't put that much thought into it. 
very expensive. I have an extra room here in uh, Kentucky. Oh, I'd never be here on that. No, that would actually. I've never heard a story that ends well with two friends being roommates. Never heard a single story. I've never heard a good story that ends with two roommates. No, I know a lot of the Kato roommates. My bad, I'm washing my hands. The Kato roommates is you gotta be roommates with someone you're cordial with or someone you're cool with. You can't room with your best friend. Don't room with your best friend. Don't room with your boyfriend. Don't room with your girlfriend. Like, if it's someone you're cool with, like, you see them around, y'all run with the same circles, y'all gonna be fine. Well, I mean, like, you have to live with your spouse. (laughs) Huh? You eventually have to live with your spouse. Yeah, but that's completely different, because that's a lifetime commitment. Your girlfriend, boyfriend, y'all could go through rough patches where you're fighting all the time. She could cheat on you. You could cheat. There's just so much that could go wrong with it. Yeah, but that happens with spouses, too. Yeah, then you get a divorce and move on. (laughs) Wait, so are you saying you would never live with a significant other until you're married? Ideally, that would be the plan. I just seen so many. I just seen so many couples who live together. And it just doesn't work. And to a degree. I think some of them could have, like, been married and had a fine life. But living together just wasn't it. If you lived together with someone too soon, we're not even saying that it was a bad vibe or it was something terrible like they got cheated on. But living with somebody too soon could really make that person unattractive to you. I mean, but what do you even consider too soon? Because I feel like I know a lot of people who moved in together and, like, lived together and then, like, they're doing just fine. Let's say we've been... I'll use me and then I'll use a friend. Two examples. Let's say we've been together for eight, ten months. And we decide we're going to move in together because my lease ended, your lease ended. Let's just do it. We we like each other a lot and we think there could be a future. So we move in together. Maybe you don't. Like, you might spend the night occasionally, but you don't spend the night every night and have no choice but to spend the night. So you might not know how how obnoxious my snoring can be. That could be an issue. That could truly be an issue. You might not know how much I poop. That could truly be an issue. You might not like the fact that I let my dishes soak for like three, four hours and you like to wash them right away. That could be an issue. Just like little things like that, that like further into the relationship, like two, three years down the road, maybe you see and it's not as big as a problem. It's like, damn, this nigga snoring, but he's been snoring for two, three years. Where if it's too soon on, that could be an issue that's blown out of proportion. It's like, damn, this ain't it. Same for girls, though. Yeah, I see the, like, too soon thing being an issue. But I feel like it also depends on the person. Because one of my friends, she met her boyfriend at the gym. And the night they met, he came and stayed the night. And he has never left. And he's been there for three years. That makes yeah, no sense engaged. to me. Are you I'm sure pretty he sure he's homeless? homeless, but like she doesn't know that. <laughs> like he was living at the gym, and then like, cause I'm sorry, you don't even if you spend the night with someone. Like I mean, I know as has similar situations where someone wants to stay and they don't leave. 
Well, like to literally, literally stay and not leave for three years. That's uh, well, I think he was living like at home, so it's not like he didn't have somewhere to go. He's just like, oh, bet he's gonna take this girl's house, and then they wound up dating, and now they're engaged. But I feel like that's yeah, but like there's no, there's no, there's no situation that I see. That in five years they're good. There's no way. Five years from now, that's gonna be the worst decision of both of their lives. I just don't get how like at the beginning of like whatever a hookup or relationship, you just yeah. stay there all the time. I don't get it either. Trust me, I don't even like seeing people like too much a week, let alone every hour of the day. So. Also, I that is literally the craziest thing. I've yeah. Heard. Also, I don't understand the whole trusting a complete stranger in your home thing. Like right off the jump. Fuck that. No There's way. so many red flags in that. Like, like you just said, the trusting a complete stranger is a red flag on her end. Like, just a complete stranger. Like, are you stupid? So that's a red flag. The letting him just live there is a red flag because, like, where did he come from before this? There's no way this works. I don't know. She got her own place. Yeah, she has her own place. Yeah, he gonna find someone at the bar who got a nicer place and then he gonna stay at her couch. But that's the thing he didn't. He's been with her for three years and they're getting married. Three years is easy if he had nothing. If bro stayed there after night one, I might, I'm a god on the limit and say, bro, ain't have nothing. Because I'm not going to leave my lease and stay with you every night. So I'm assuming, like, if he was with his parents, he was bumming. Yeah, like, maybe he likes her a little. But this just looked like a way out or a come up more than, like, anything else. Because this seemed weird. The whole thing is just strange. I don't like him. He's kind of a dick. But, um... She doesn't listen to this, so I don't really care. But Do you think he's, like, using the squatter's rights, and once he's been there long enough, he can claim it as his Nigga, own he, Right now, he might be able to. <laughs> God, he's literally just like, this. no, I, I live here. This is my property. Oh. Dude, what if he's, like, does he yeah, have a job? Yeah, he's a mechanic. Here? Some like local Where, right? auto parts shop. More important, not even more real. important than that would be since he's just squatted in his state for two, three years. Does he pay some of these bills? Uh, yeah, I think he splits rent. He didn't like the first couple months because she had a roommate, but once her roommate moved out, then he did. Mm. Well, her roommate probably moved out because she was like, I don't want this random person living yeah, here. Yeah, that'd be a reason for me to move. I think that's the biggest issue with roommates is like when you have those big situations going on that are like, what do we do here when you're on two different sides? Like, I know you were talking about that as with like the girls on Mansfield were having issues like that. I too. feel like, some, yeah, absolutely. Some people don't know roommates. Oh my gosh, yes. And roommates. Yes, I agree. Oh, roommate etiquette is generally something that, like, you were never taught by somebody, but it was, like, instilled in you through a child just growing up. And what I've learned is, like, middle children and only childs 
are the worst when it comes to roommate etiquette. Oh, no. And it's like... No, no. It, it don't make sense. It don't make sense to me. Because it's like, have you ever in your life had to share something? Like, there's ways that... Me and Dad, my roommate last year, we was cool, but we wasn't, like, best friends or nothing like that. Don't get it twisted. But we had not one issue all year. Because as long as you know how to be, like, cordial roommates and chill, there should be no issue with that shit. It blows my mind how people have so many roommate issues. I'm like, damn, like, y'all have never in your life had to share anything or think of something from someone else's perspective. No, I think it's only children and youngest, like, the youngest child. Because both of those are, like, super spoiled. Because the only child, they get everything they want. And the youngest child didn't really have to share anything because they were the last child. That could be true to a degree, but I just... I don't understand. Like, when it comes to roommates, like... What world are you living in that you can't live with somebody else and like have common sense when it comes to like certain things like laundry dishes cleaning like who wants to live in like a mess or like dishes piling up or like laundry everywhere i think you know parties until like 5 a.m without telling someone beforehand after yourself that's the one that kills me like yeah sometimes people get busy but you have like a two-day span of like okay my shit is still out how like how do you not clean up after yourself? I just I just do not understand that. I'll never understand that. I think that's on both parties though. Cause unless it's like a forced dorm situation, you get to choose your roommate. So then it goes to like if you know them or don't know them enough. And I feel like the issue is, and then again, it's hard to know somebody until yeah. you live with them. So if you haven't had these conversations, it can be like eye-opening. But some people really like operate in chaos like niggas don't do dishes for three four days and then when they need it they wash it they don't do laundry for days at a time the trash can pile up and they take it out the day the trash coming and it's like damn if i knew this about you beforehand i would have been able to tell you like this shit ain't gonna rock 100 percent. but it's almost like let's say you have a conversation like you're meeting up with someone like yo we're trying to be roommates like let me just get things straight like you're good with cleaning up behind yourself. Like you're good with like X, Y, Z, right? But they're what they think is like good, and what you think is might good might be completely different. So like, like you said, like it might be something like, oh yeah, like I make sure to clean up up, up after myself. But that might be three days later, and I'm like, I'm just letting it soak for a little bit, or like, oh, I'm gonna let the laundry pile up real quick on top of the dryer. But like it's clean. The, I'm just having the got soaking to thing is bullshit. No, something. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Not for like three or four days. Like I had a roommate, you all know exactly who I'm talking about, who had a sink full of dishes and she let them soak for two weeks. Yeah, I'm not. At that point, that's just a bacteria pool. I'll soak for like, like if I cook today, like tonight, I might let it soak until the morning when I wake up. Yeah, exactly. That's That's what I'm saying. But like as that keeps going, there's, there's like a time limit. And that just ain't But I also feel like part of that, the roommate situation, you got to be comfortable confronting your roommate and letting them know, like, like him or her, whatever your situation is, you got to be comfortable letting them know, like, yo, 
shit, shit ain't rocking. I don't like the way you're doing this. And some people just don't want to have those uncomfortable conversations. But that one or two uncomfortable conversations can make your next six, seven, eight months, however long you got them, at least so much better. Yeah. Also, because I'm gonna let you know day one that I don't like what the fuck going Same. on. Like I get to a point where I'm like, I'll tell you and tell you, but then there's also like I've told you four times. I'm just gonna let it rock and see how long it's gonna take you to pick up after yourself, to get your laundry out of the dryer, to blah blah. Because I think being passive aggressive is super fucking childish. But then also, I'm not your mother. I shouldn't have to tell you every single time to do these like common sense things so um now the dryer shit the laundry would annoy me but when i first went to uh got to school out in uh west virginia for school fucking we had a thing because when we first we had our own apartments when we got out there but during the summer they had eight in our room they had fucking eight people in a four-person suite this shit was terrible and we're with each other all day, so you can get on yeah. each other's nerves fast. And we had a thing, like, if your shit is in the dryer, you got about until 20 minutes to get it out. Unless you're not, like, after you return to the <laughs> dorm or to the apartment, you got 20 minutes to get your shit out, and then it's free game. And we just put it on the floor. 100% we'll put it on that dirty-ass floor, because I do not yeah. care about you. You a nigga who live here with me, but I don't like you. I don't know you. I'm waiting for these two weeks so I can move into my own place, because fuck you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we had that at my house, but it was more just like, I'm going to give you some time, like an hour, and if not, I'm just going to put it on top, and then I'm going to do my shit, and I'm going to just throw it back in there, like, because I'm not, obviously, like, I'm not just going to throw it on the floor, because, like, I'm just not that kind of person, but, like, I was like, whatever, yeah. that was it, but it makes no sense, it's like, if you know you're doing laundry, like, be on top of that shit. Or just leave your laundry basket in there so when it's done, I can just put it in there and move it. Nah, I can't do that neither. Because now I'm your bitch and you think I'm going to move your laundry every time. Mm-hmm. I got to hold you accountable. Because you're not only a roommate. Like, no, it, that's what it is. You're legitimately your, my roommate. You're not my family. You're not my best friend. You're my no, roommate. But- so I need you to be accountable for your. I know, body. but how how is there any extra effort between putting it on the floor and putting it in a laundry basket? Put it on the floor lets them know, like nigga, be on time next time. Because every time you're not, it's going. I don't on know. The that's kind of disrespectful. I'm forcing them to be accountable. I'm not gonna lie to you. There were nights I put my shit in, went out, and I got drunk as fuck, didn't get back till like three or four, and my shit was <laughs> on the floor. And I knew, like, damn, I should remember to get that before I went out. I mean, I'm not going to lie. If you're going to keep the same energy, I'm not mad about it. But some people aren't aren't going to do that, which is the issue oh, that no, you're running into. We had to fight over that shit. And we was like, bro, like, it, it's we got eight niggas in here. It's seven on one when it comes to this issue. We've been doing this shit all year. I've watched you do it to other niggas' clothes. Like, shut up. Yeah, you can't. Here's the thing. You either have to start at the beginning and be like, yo, listen, don't throw my shit on the floor. Like, I'll leave some shit in there if I forget about it. Like, if you're going to do it, and then you think it's not going to happen to you, yeah, no, nah, we're not going to play Nicholas that. Nicholas was waiting to get his shit. <laughs> Bro, imagine you're just like, as soon as you hear the beat go off, you just run down there and throw shit out just for fun. <laughs> Absolutely, though. 
<laughs> that is the good thing about living by yourself, though. You don't really have to, like, you only clean up after yourself. And if you do decide to be lazy and leave your stuff in the dryer, you know that it's going to stay in the dryer. <laughs> Paige, do you, like, Since August. so you've been living by yourself for how long now? Like, let's say, would would you want to live by yourself for, like, a longer period of time? And, like, oh, yeah. Like, kinda, I don't like, think I'll ever have a roommate again. But even if we're talking, like, rent's more expensive, like, let's say you were to move somewhere and, like, you weren't paying Honestly, as long as I can afford it, it's not worth the hassle of dealing with someone else. Like, if, if for some reason I got this, like ridiculous job opportunity and I had to move to like Atlanta or like Nashville, a big place where I know I wasn't gonna be able to afford by myself. I was gonna roommate then just because it would be worth it not to go broke. But if I'm still living in Kentucky and I can afford everything by myself, it is not worth it. Not worth the drama. I mean, I feel like there are some pros to, like, having, a like, a roommate, though. Like, let's say you want to, like, get drunk on, like, a random night. Like, if you have a good roommate, yeah, but like, I just, that should be I, like, handy. have never once had a good, <clears throat> excuse me, I've never once have had a good roommate situation. So, I've just been burnt so many times that I just don't see that looking up. For example, both times they brought home either a puppy I feel or a boyfriend and didn't say anything to me. Or... But wasn't the puppy under like, huh? like wisdom teeth anesthetics or whatever? Like, weren't they like high off of like, <laughs> yeah, the second one taken was. out and like they got a puppy randomly? I feel like that's what well, it would be cool. different if you took care of like, the dog. I like, I would do that too. And then the first time it was just like That's some true. rando showed up in her work parking lot and was offering dogs to draw one home. But then both times they both brought home boyfriends <laughs> that lived there but didn't pay any bills. Yeah. That's and Yeah, and I'm like, okay, so are we gonna go like thirdsies, blah blah blah? See, and one of them was like the second one it didn't really matter because I was renting a room from her. So I could I didn't really have much ground to stand on for that one. But the first one she was like, oh, well, he's sharing my half, so, like, we'll just, we'll just split my half. Nope. Here's the I'm problem. When that happens, the only solution, you can't split the rent in thirds, because that gets tricky, because he's probably not staying there enough to split rent. Oh, yeah. So, rent is whatever. Y'all still keep the rent in halves, but in those situations, everything else, every other bill gotta be split in thirds. This nigga's showering here. He using electricity here. Fuck no. The Wi-Fi he on, all that shit yeah. gotta be split in thirds. Well, that gets back to like the common like decency or just even common sense. Like there's there was like a reason when like Anna had like her uh like the house she lived in where I was like I was there, but like I wasn't showering there or like I wasn't there enough where I would feel bad or like about taking advantage of like what they had going on. Cause like I don't want to be like a squatter, like someone who was like they're here exactly. every night, like why like it's different if you have a significant other and they're there all the time. 
but it but it's one thing to have a significant other and they like literally move in and they are there 24 7 and it's it's also different for girls because you like literally can't even walk around in like a sports bra because you just feel so uncomfortable that this dude is in your house that you've like don't know it's like oh like okay cool like I don't know. It was very uncomfortable. I I fucking hated it. I think it's a little. I mean, from a guy's perspective, I think it's because I have a lot of female friends. So I think it's a little different on that end. Because if my boy got a girl, like long as she's not like stand stand there or whatnot, I don't think I'll care like that when it comes to like rent and like uncomfortable and whatnot. But I do know a lot of female friends. Like, when their roommates who are females have their boyfriends over a lot, it's, like, it's a little weird because now I can't be comfortable in my yeah. home because, like, it's another grown-ass man who I don't really know and I'm not close with. And when it comes to that aspect, I don't think a lot of people, like, a lot of girlfriends in that situation or roommates who are bringing their boys home realize that. But I can see how that could be an issue, especially since you pay to be comfortable. Yeah, in like, space. it's my home. It's not, like... A hotel room or something it's like i pay and this is my home i should feel comfortable enough and it's ten thousand times worse when they leave their boyfriend there with you nope yeah i i see that as well when you he, leave he you gotta go as- like this you're really gonna leave this random ass dude in our home without you there like what huh yes it's- I almost, I almost feel like if you're a boyfriend, it's your responsibility to go out of your way to like become friends with them and become cool with them, so that way it's not a big issue. Like, let's say, like, I was um, Paige's old roommate's boyfriend, right? I would have to go out of my way to be cool with Paige, so if she saw me there, she didn't like freak out. She like she was like, oh, what's up, like. Do you like do you want to drink like blah blah, blah. like what yeah. are we watching kind of shit compared to like oh, oh why the fuck yeah. are you here kind of fucking terrible I truly didn't realize that until like recently when someone was telling me about it and I was like damn I could imagine how like shitty you have to feel or uncomfortable you must feel when you pay to be comfortable in this home and then like you're there with just your roommate's boyfriend and y'all not close. It's different if, like, you're cool with the boyfriend and you've known him and y'all have built a relationship. But if not, that's some weird shit. I must feel like it's just, like, uh, a thing if if you're the significant other and you're meeting, like, your person's, like, friends, like, you need to come ready upon first meeting. Like, I remember when I met, like, Anna's future roommates, like, Jeff and, like, her like improv friends like we're playing slap cup in their basement and like let me tell you i was going hard if i lost i was taking the bitch cup like full thing because it's like you you just have to set an expectation so that way they like you because they don't have a reason to like you nor do they need to like you so like you kind of have to go above it's not even they don't have a reason nor do they need to it's almost they don't want to because everybody got an ex everybody got a friend that they've built relationships with that she's no longer with they like that other nigga they're just meeting you so that's tricky as well yeah but it's hard that's one of the like underlining underrated hard things in life 
adjusting to being friends with your girl's friends. Like, either their female friends or their guy friends. Because sometimes they're really just into shit that I am not fucking into. And it's like, ugh. Now I gotta go hang out with these bozos. Yeah, but you might feel the same way about your friends, too. So it's just kind of like a compromise thing. Well, then my friends might be bozos compared to what you yeah. do. Oh, that is true. That's why the first time, like, you, like, intertwine friend groups, it's always a little awkward. Because it's like, damn, like, my boys don't do none of this shit. But, like, you're into ballet and ice skating and your friends watch Glee. What the fuck are we going to talk about? That was such a good example. But honestly, I don't see you dating a figure skater anyway. Oh, I'm telling you right now. I didn't date I could see us getting to a figure skater. Weirdos to my friends, and their friend groups are even weirder. It's like, bro, like, where the fuck are these parties <laughs> at? Especially... Especially from I'm from the city for the most part. And like if they not, it's just weird. Like they want to go have bonfires and shit. Ain't none of my boys showing up to a bonfire. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I've been to one bonfire. Bro, you don't like a bonfire? Bro, when I was like like early into high school, like that was the move, like with the boys, get a bonfire, get a bonfire. Could you imagine me convincing? Eli or Kevin or Ethan to come to a bonfire? They not going. Kev not going to have an Alexa to yell oh, at he... if there's a bonfire. Bro, Kev? Bro, Kev would have, like, a legendary rant about how he's not going to a bonfire. and Probably how it's, oh, like, yeah. somehow racist <laughs> also. I got to look up the origins. <laughs> he's probably like, look, they used to hang us and then, hang, like, burn hey, us and shit like that. And I'm like, damn. Like, honestly, when point. it comes to I bonfires... There's a difference between going to a bonfire and going to a bonfire with the right people. Because it can either be a bus or such a good time. We sat outside in front of a fire for a little, and it was just like, yeah. But also keep in mind, none of the boys were there. <laughs> yeah, it was just us three. Because Anna was already asleep. <laughs> I think. I think. Hmm. Was she? No, Anna might have been out there. Or maybe I'm different. I feel like yeah, she was there. Kevin definitely left already, though. No, no, Wait, no. So a, bonfire a bonfire is when it's like a, a big ass brush fire in the middle of the field, and there's just like trucks lined up and kegs. And yeah, do that sound like somewhere? Oh, oh, so I've y'all never been to that. A bonfire. To around, I've just been around a fire. Oh no, I've just been around like the homies drinking around a fire. Wow, yeah, you were just sitting wow, around a I've fire. No, I'm talking about like backwoods country, like keg stands in the back of a Ford pickup. Bon. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm not with a bonfire. Then I'm with you. No, when I was in college. They didn't sell alcohol in our hometown or like our college town. So you had to go 10 minutes down the road across the Tennessee border into Jellicoe. And I was friends with this guy and he would just randomly had bonfires in the middle of his family's farm. And you would show up and there'd be like 300 people there. Yeah. And, um, 
This is a field party. What? But it like, I mean, yeah. What's the difference between a field party and a bonfire? Oh, I'll go to a field party. I'm not going to no bonfire. But what's the difference? Ain't gonna be no fire. But, a, a bonfire. Yeah, what's a field I'm party? It's just like country white people sitting around drinking cores, playing country music, telling stories about the fucking CMT awards show they saw last week. That's a party. It's gonna be niggas out there with stereos. It's gonna be a lot of weed smoke. It's gonna be bitches twerking. What? Uh no. Okay, yeah. No, like, all right, Man. down already HBCU. That happens. Yeah, but there's usually also gunshots, oh, which is why I won't go Wait, down you're there. Talking about Delaware State. <laughs> Delaware State, a little different. I was out there one time. Yeah, DLCU, baby. Yeah, they they do it different down there. You will not catch me down there. Bro, I went on a tour there for high school. My junior year, those niggas was wild. I was like, mm, I almost want to come here. Okay, so maybe it depends on where you're from as to what a bonfire is because... <laughs> Bro. Well, I listen, apparently I was just under the assumption that if you hung out around a fire with a couple of homies or friends, like that was a bonfire. Yeah, that's not, that's not the case. You're just kind of more at that point. Yeah, it just sounded like you were trying to be <laughs> Nah, man, bro, I'm telling you, like, middle of the summer, like, fire going in the backyard, drinking well, a bottle. Well, that like, literally just literally reminded me, I left my fire pit. At the old house I was staying in. Yeah. You just now remember that you from like August? Pit? It's like the fire pit I got when I lived yeah, you with might Deanna. Go back and snatch it. But like, she already moved out of that house. Bro, go grab it. Oh, it's gone. If it's nice enough, no, it was like one of those little thirty dollars ones. Mm. Thirty dollars expensive. Is it? It might still be there. Yes, sir. I'm like rent? That, that's basically like rent. Oh. While we on bonfires <laughs> and being outside, what is the best outdoors like adult game? You can include golf in that. I'll let you include golf. But like just outdoors. Because to me, I'm going to say cornhole. Like, I fuck with cornhole every okay. now and then. Bro, cornhole. Cornhole is good because it's easy. No, like, I only like it because I'm really good play, at it. You're not that That's... athletic. You can still play. <sighs> hmm. <laughs> you beat Ezra. I mean, I did beat you, <laughs> so. You didn't I beat did... me. I beat him. What? I beat you and Ezra. I can't. Me and Eric got you off the. Impossible. Me and Eric got you. Me and uh. I was on a. No. Me and Ed... me and you were on the same team, yeah, Ezra. That's not true. Oh, me and Ethan got Kev and someone else. Yeah, me and Kev. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were doing, me and Anna were doing good until we met that guy. Yeah, y'all got distracted by the dog. Every hole for no reason. Yeah, Bro, they had so many dogs. They had that puppy. Yeah. The puppy, but, like, they talked a lot also. (laughs) I was like, "Are right, we get it. Yeah. You're from here. Sounds you good. Moved here. You know the places. <laughs> I'm trying to drink. Good time. Yeah, we need to do another really random need, like, location. Another vacation already. Oh, I've made that. 
Damn, who picked Charlotte? Was that me? Can we just like fly somewhere and just wait? What? Yeah, I really came up with something. I good. think it was you and the boys. We just need like a place we can like fly to, get a rental car, and just go like in the city or somewhere near a bunch of bars. I think that's the biggest thing we need. Is somewhere All I'm saying is right now would be the yeah. perfect time to get a B and B and just go somewhere for a weekend. Literally any time. Bro, we could do that. The um, the middle point literally was somewhere in West Virginia, and it's like five hours for each of us. Or something like it was not bad at all. I think when it comes to that, we gotta really decide how much time we're putting into this because we need we need an additional day from last time. Last time we were a day too short. And we could Friday. Yeah, it was it was rushed last time. We could just leave on a Thursday. It was definitely rushed last time. That is potential. Yeah, we're we're supposed to have like company like Corona days off. I don't know if I really get that. Yeah, I mean, if they give it to you, just take it. But I can probably finesse it. I would. Yeah, they said that, and I was like, I don't want the off days. Just give me more money, and I don't know if that. I wouldn't be mad at a little spot out in like West Virginia on a lake or on a river, drink fucking fish. Yeah, but Bro, if I want to get a lake because I'm trying to fuck even around if you on a boat. Get a lake spot that's going to be a little more expensive, and they're not going to give you. <laughs> that's what I was. Like, good. Luck. Here's the thing. Let me I'm ask a you a question. Just I'm a need access to the boat. Have you ever in your life driven a boat? Hmm. I actually have. So my uncle, uh, he had a boat for a while, and then his dad. So you've got also boat had a boat. Experience. So I've driven two boats in my lifetime. Would you be able to get in the boat and drive it better than me? I do. Um, I'm not going to lie. You seem very confident. That's the right answer. But I'm going to still say yes because only, I'm that kind of guy. I've only been able to watch because the ex wouldn't let me drive her boat. She would just take me, Eli, <laughs> Ethan out there to drink on the boat. When she told me. It's really not hard. Boat, I don't know why people make like a big deal. I was of an online course and that was it. I was like, get out of here. Bro, it's like anything. You can get any yeah, like kind of hunting, comical. fishing, like any of those licenses online. Yeah, no, it's not hard at all. You literally <laughs> just push the little, little thing, spin. a throttle, little spin, spin. Yo, I always take the takeoff because I don't like it at first where like the front lifts up a little. I'm like, all right, <laughs> be cool now. We got boys back here who can't swim. Be cool. <laughs> you think it's just gonna go like all the way up and over? No, nah, it's not bad. So I mean, as long as you're not dealing with like a speedboat, if you like hit the like full. Too bad y'all didn't tell me. Like, drop... what, who, I don't even need a. Oh no! Go ahead, Is. I was about to say I don't even need hmm? a boat. Just give me some jet skis because I'll fuck up on some jet skis. I was gonna say too bad y'all didn't tell me you could drive Ooh. a boat because my uh, grandpa was looking for a captain last year. Could have been y'all, but he sold it now. Bro, I'll whip it what right now. What type of boat is this, though? Because his boat might be different than the boat I'm well, looking it's for. It's like a, a yacht. For. Yeah, I want to drive that. But he sold it now. 
That's no fun. Ooh, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. I can whip that. He sold it? Damn. I mean, they do say... It's like that... I hate this saying, but it's it's probably true where it's like the best days for that. a man is when he yeah. buys a boat and then when he sells the boat. Like, the probably most ideal situation... I was, I'm like, had this theory for a while where it's like, where you don't own a boat, but you know someone who's like yep. a good friend who owns a boat. Like, that's the I most do not want all the prices that come with boat owning. It's like that in pools, where it's like, I don't want to own one because I don't want to take care of it. But if I know someone real close that I can go see them yeah, on a regular basis, I'm not mad about it. I wouldn't want to I also kind of want to own a boat. There's going to be some jet skis and kayaks, and I'm straight. Did you say a beach house? Bro, I'm trying to have yeah. like a beach house oh, or beach a house. lake house. One of the two. Yeah. I want beach lake or riverfront for house. sure. I think I've just been Ooh. watching too much. I'm only, so Paige, don't spoil it. I'm only four episodes into Outer Banks with Anna. But here's my thing. They glorify this as if on a regular basis, they're just taking a boat that they own out and they're just hanging out well, on I mean, whatever fucking every like, whatever like they literally live on an island. Like they're doing. There's not really any other mode of transportation, and that for them, it's like the fastest way to get anywhere. But it's like they, but it's also like coops they, in they, the like, they um, have this classism where like it's the coops and the what are they? Oh, yeah, it's like they act like they're yeah. so poor, but it's like, who's paying to fill up this gas mm-hmm. tank for this boat? Well, I mean, the, are you talking about the one that the four always also, drive who on? who bought this boat? So that's John B.'s dad's boat. And yeah. he at one point had a job. So I guess he was using that money, I suppose. Bro, my ex is dead when we go out to make me pay for the gas. Cause he's a fucking dickhead. Wait, did he really? See, he really oh, did. Oh fuck that! Oh yeah, both both I mean, it's, not like, like, it's not like he's having a nice boat. Unless, in the a, in the show, it's not like he's driving like a super nice boat or anything. I mean, it was kind of nice. Even trash boats are expensive. I'm already rewatching it, and I'm halfway through. Yeah. So you really got to pick I'm it up. A small boat. Well, it's because me and Anna watched together, so it's like we we watched two episodes. Honestly, it was like Tuesday and Wednesday, and I watched. I worked late yesterday, so I wasn't trying to watch. It's so good, though. Damn, I kind of want to get on. We'll see. I kind of want to get on a lake with you. I don't even need a boat. Bro, bro. a boat just sounds so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you know what's really underrated is uh, <laughs> paddleboarding. I love a paddleboard. What? Uh, I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let It's kind of like a rowboat mixed with a surfboard. I can get around it. No need. My um, aunt and uncle have a lake house in Wisconsin, and that's all they do. Like, they have a whole ass, like, pontoon boat, but all they do is paddleboard. 
Hell no. Yeah, I'd like a pontoon boat. I wouldn't That's be mad like at family. that. family. Are you planning on having a family of 10? Huh? The pontoons? Yeah. What do you mean? That's not like a fun boat. You got to get one of the little sporty jobs. Okay, but it's a boat and it floats on water. What the fuck difference does it make? There's a huge difference. One goes a little faster than the other. The other one goes faster and it's like, it looks better. It's just sporty. That one is like a literal dad boat. You are the bougiest person. I have a permit. Bro, but a pond. Yeah. And some you can get like a little roof and it has a slide going off of it. Nah. If you get the double decker ones, and I'm not mad, like if you get the slide going into the water. But outside of that, there's no need for a pontoon. Unless you're a family man. Bro, I found a 1999 <laughs> Chaparral 200 LE for 3900. I might have to pull up the trigger. I listen. I don't have all that figured out, but this boat looks like. Oh it's yeah, mine. I feel like you can talk your way into like a negotiation. Oh, if you're buying Probably a boat for fifteen hundred, I'm a price for you. Yeah, that bro, it even includes the trailer. <laughs> bro, it, hold on, hold on. Listen to this. <laughs> Good project boat. And it, it was, runs it was thirty five hundred dollars. The engine alone was going to cost Listen, you twenty thousand. To be the full setup. God damn, dude. Damn, get that. Porta potty is well. Wow, really want- like to hear that. Okay. How much is this one? Sixty nine. I can do that. I've been trying to come up on Bro, a, has a van to bed on it. I can work with this. Oh, yeah, like a fifteen passenger I that I can renovate like and the, like, travel in. Tool, tool van. Yeah, that's so. Or do so like, bad. That seventy chef style. Oh yeah, like I would. I feel not like you have to make the outside like look so white good. A white van with like the windows thing. In. That's just asking for like police to follow you. I would make it. Cute. Hmm. I'm even part of a couple Facebook groups where they sell Class B vans hmm. that are already renovated that you can just buy. Depends on the year and how much work they've done on it. How much is that going to run you though? The cheapest one I've seen was like 4000 mm. And the most expensive, yeah, I mean, that wouldn't be bad. But the most expensive was like a 2019 Mercedes that. Sprinter, and it was like 108000 Yeah. That's what we need. I mean, out of the 2019 Mercedes. No, it's just nice it's, as shit anyway. But it's almost like, why are you even, like, renovating? Also, I would kind of need one that had like, most of the, like, electrical work done, because obviously I can't do that by myself. So, I don't know. One day. Yeah. I don't know. 
I was thinking about this today where I was like <laughs> looking at my car before I got in it and like the new dent that I have in the fucking back because someone hit it. And I was like, do I even want a really nice car? Because like I was definitely like pissed off that someone hit my car and like a little hit and run. But like I wasn't that mad because it's like a 98 Accord. Like it's definitely like on its last leg of life. So I was like, if it was a Tesla or some shit, like, where I was like, I just spent a lot of money, I'd be pissed. But, like, there's a certain appreciation to having a shitty car where it's like, if something happens, you're like, I mean, well, it is what it is. It's bound to happen anyway. She's had a life, you know, a life to live. And the dent gives her a little bit of character. She's old, dude. And, you know. And it's not like it was like really, really she, bad. She has two dimples was, now. It was like so a little really, love really tap life. that left. Is it quite big? No, no. The, the <laughs> new den is water on it and suck it back out it's with a plunger from afar. Yep. No. That that is not gonna. I've literally done it to my car before. All right, I'll do that tomorrow. How soon after your hit and run uh, did this happen? Did I try to get the dent out? Like two days mm-hmm. after? He's going on like two weeks. It literally happened last week. How long ago was this, Eric? <laughs> Beginning of last week, though? I think last week. It doesn't matter how long. No, like, yeah, that's not this working. time last week. That is not... Let me... If I had a picture of this, yeah, thing, I think it happened I on Thursday. 100%, but I'm like 90% sure that would not work. So what? If it was that easy to get a dent out, there would it's be a no deep dent. There'd be no room for a lot of like body shops because most of their work is like dent and fender benders. Well, the thing about like body shops is like you let's say Paige pulls that dent out from like whatever, like, if you had it on your door or something, something like, you can get that physical, but, like, the interior, like, issues that your car actually has, like, its whole structure, yeah, this dang, like, this that's what you're not getting out. But I'm not, plunger and, like, since your junk got too dense on it, bro, let me, I'll give it a boss for the load. I'm gonna try it tomorrow. Bro, actually, just let me give you the I mean, 5000 is the price. Because I usually shoot lower than that, but I'll give you the Kelly Blue Book. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about a dent that, like, fucks up your whole, oh, wow. like, what a, what a come you on. know, like, internal, like, getting your window up and down, like, all that shit. I'm talking about I had a dent on my, like, between my back door and, like, the tire opening, and I just boiled a pot of hot water and poured it on there, and then my dad stuck yeah. a plunger on it and just suctioned it back out. And it wasn't, like, flawless, but it got, like, almost all the dent out. I forgot I had one on my, uh, oh, so you got three my side rear door, too. Someone hit that, and they left a note, and they were like, hey, man, I hit your car, my bad. Here's my number, and I looked at it, and I was like, "It's there," but I was like, "I'm not gonna call my insurance because, like, I don't care." That's what I'm saying. My, my car just—it's it, just living yeah. its best life. So, with character. You want me to just give you the lowest value on it, or you want me to go in the middle? 
No, I'm gonna need probably the highest. The problem because there's so much character where you're not gonna find a car like three dents. So I'm gonna go with bad condition because it's clearly bad. So your shit is worth anywhere between 112 and 410 dollars, bro. So, so you want the four? So just that sounds accurate, but I'm gonna still keep that. Probably. No, three yeah, dents is yeah, not bad condition. I feel like watched. bad condition is like the fenders falling off. Sounds accurate. Work. No, the, I had a. But like duct tape. I had to slide that bumper back on because it was hanging a little bit off, but like just a little bit. Okay. Well, no, it yeah. popped back into whatever. Whatever. I guess there's like a clip for it. I don't know. I could probably bang the dent back out. It's just the angle's so bad. Like, well, I just sent you the YouTube video. By, like, being lost where I can't get, like, dent, gonna so. get any force on it. Yeah, my bad. I accidentally exited out. But now, nah, like... As are you back? So, like, nah, I'm on a charge right now. So uh, That's what I, I could, said that or I your phone died. I comfortably slide you $371. Here's the thing. Hondas are so good where I know the mileage. Like, this thing will probably go for at least... I mean, I understand what you're saying. Maybe even the longer. Issue that is, even if it runs or I just couldn't do that. Who's to say it's not going to need an alternator, a transmission? The transmission goes on the Hondas. Alternator, transmission. It might need a starter. It might need a timing belt. The fact that it's only got 130 makes me think that you haven't been pushing at the rate it should have been pushed. So it's not resting a lot. So that's gonna lead to more damage, believe it or not. So I'm at 350 now. So you already yeah, had it. It has 160. The, starter the, the starter's been You're switched a while ago. There was an issue. Time belt's been done. I might be at 320 now. Oh yeah. Nah, that this thing is brand new. Some say it might though. be brand new. Ugh. It might be at like 10,000 at this point. That was the case. Oh, yeah, it's brand new. It's like a new car. Nobody says that. Some say that's the truth, Keith. Some say this might be better I'm than a nobody 2020 Honda Accord. Might be the new model. Would you guys honestly buy a new car at this, this point? Or, like, I don't see what's wrong with getting a used yeah, car. Yeah, I've only had brand new cars. Um, but I didn't buy them, so if they would have been up to me, the, I would have gotten a used one. one. Like my brother got the exact same car as me, but like four years, I think four years older or something, and it's the exact same thing. Nothing's wrong with it. Still gets the same dash mileage. Like there's no benefit, honestly, to buying a brand new car. But I mean, it'll run a little longer. I mean, yeah. The only benefit would probably be the warranty. But I feel like the warranty, but also it depends on how much you run it. Like, my drives, like, let's say I got a new car, my drives to work and back when they were weren't that long north of the Like, I have a 2018 and and his only had like 6,000 miles on it. I have no idea. He got it for like next to nothing. 
So, how did you find that? Yeah, you gotta find an old person. That's what I realized. Old people don't drive their cars that often, but they get newer cars because they want to live. Oh, I buy so many cars. You gotta get an old person, or you gotta get a drug Mm. dealer. Drug dealers, the reason they're moving their cars so much is because their cars get hot after like a year or two. So they don't want to be seen in that same car. Mm. I'm not going to lie to you. Probably at least 10 How many to drug dealers have you bought cars off of? But I mean, it's a car and I'm going to sell it regardless. So I do not Yeah, but you never, you never put the cars in your name, do you? I do sometimes, but not often. Were they for the low? Well, then there's no trail of you ever having it, so then you're good. Yeah. You said what's illegal? I mean, but what's what's illegal about putting a car? Bro, in I got sued one for Yeah. Yeah, like what would be illegal? I, be like, I didn't beat the charge. I had to. <laughs> Did you really? Damn. Um, the illegal aspect is because. There's no, like, trace of it being yours or whatnot. So if somebody sells me a car and I never put it in my name, they sold the car to me, so I should have paid taxes on it, and there should be record that the car belonged to me before I then resell it. Where I got caught up is I the person sold me the car, and then I, two days later, sold it to someone else for, like, $800 more, and they got the car. These niggas drove it all summer until, like, December, and I, excuse me, I got a call when I was at, uh, a day drink out in uh, Williamsport, which is like 40 minutes from me. They got two colleges out there. And he hit me and he was like, yo, your car was just in an accident. And I was like, nigga, no the fuck it wasn't in my car. Like, what is you on? And he was like, nah, nah, your car was just in an accident. And I was so confused. Like, I was a little buzzed, but I was also sitting in my car. And then he was like, did you sell a 93 Toyota Camry? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah, so your car just Hit an ambulance was a federal owned property. I was like, What you mean? Why do you keep calling this my car? I sold the car. He was like, Yeah, you sold the car, but it was never in your name. And it was like the title since I never signed it. This nigga was driving the car for five months with no tags and no, t- like, no name on the title. So they tracked it back to the original owner who then had a bill of sale with my name on it. So it was technically my car. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> That's- wow. So, now, these niggas the right, when, I need a when you right sell cars, what do you do to avoid that? Because he didn't sign it ever, so, like, the title was just, like, blank how I do it, and mm-hmm. then I just sell it. And I don't really care, because once I sell it, I assume you're going to go put it in your name and shit. But he never did that, so now I need to watch you put your name on this piece of paper. Got caught up. That's some shit. Hell no, I had to pay. Damn. That's wild. So you beat the case though. How much do you have to pay? Because the fucking ambulance was like in a fender bender. So fucking bumpers and shit on that came with a fee. So I had to pay for the body work. And then I had to pay the ticket since the car was in my name. And it was a hit and run where nigga left the car. So I had to pay for that (laughs) ticket. 
Because all all he got to do is say that he borrowed a car from me. And I was explaining to the cop. I was like, I go to school and pay this nigga. Yeah. He was like, I know that. But if you take this shit to court, you're going to lose. And I was like, fuck. I was probably still finna lose. Because that was going to get me what regardless if you took it for to civil court? that step that's supposed to be done. No, no, but civil court's different. Like, let's say you sue in civil court for him, like, damaging your car. There's such a lesser well, standard of proof yeah, but where it's not beyond a reasonable doubt. You probably could have won that. But that's all hindsight. So like, that point, it wasn't suit against him. You could sue for emotional uh, damaging distress upon your well-being. You know, some some like yeah. American lawsuit where it's like completely bullshit, but like you could probably name. still Cop win somehow. Dude's name. I was like, I was like, what? He was like, he told me he bought a car from you, and uh, had, he said he had a roundabout address of where I live and where he bought it from and where we met. And then when I checked the name on the title, he was like, the dude on the title had the bill of sale. He was like, dude, I arrested. You're not arrested. The dude, I pulled over. Didn't have an ID. Didn't have a license. Didn't have tags. I was like, so this nigga need to be in jail regardless. <laughs> no, he didn't say but, he bought the so dude. If who he uh, said he a, bought who, the car uh, from you, whatever, once they finally tracked him wouldn't down, that be enough was, within... Once they tracked him down off like the Fredericksburg cameras or whatnot, the niggas that he borrowed this shit from him. Oh, he would have been got. Uh, I thought he said. I was gonna say if he said he bought it, I feel like that's enough legal standing. So yeah. So oh my god, come on. Let's say hypothetically, if you want to commit a crime, right? You buy a car from someone, you don't put it in your name, you wear a mask, and then you say as long as you don't get caught on the wasn't you. Like, could you be fine to get away with that? Bro, this might be like a loophole in the system. I mean, what kind of crime are you trying to commit? God damn. All of them. Yeah, that just seems... Oh, it absolutely is. I don't know, but it just seems like a big lapse in judgment. And it sounded like the cop was like... The cop was dead as, like, on my side. And he, like, knew what I was explaining like what I had like... done. And he... He was still, he was like, but you know you were supposed to register. And I was like, yeah. And that was just like all he harped on. Because he knew what I was explaining to him and what had happened. But it was like, regardless, you caught because you skipped that step. (laughs) But I'm telling you, you're probably like, listen, I did the same thing. You fucked up. Sure. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, do you guys want to take I one more shot before we all end this? Of my lick stuff up. I'm not in the dining room about to divulge a sub from Wegmans. <laughs> I, I just sat back down. I just got it nice and well, like, toasty. Are you trying to take a shot or not? Regardless of this ended or not. Yeah.
Oh, God. Paige, do you want to take a shot? All right, I'm down to take a shot. Real quick before we wrap the podcast up. You know, I appreciate that Crown Royal port- puts their, like, alcohol in bags, but, like, when I try to grab it out and it's in a bag, it's very Do you collect the bags or do you just get rid of them? Um, well, I have the the yeah, original like peach bag and then another peach bag, so I have those. I feel like they're going to come in handy at some point in mine. Change. Sock glass. Yeah, if I get, like, bar soap or whatever, I'll wash the bag, and then I'll just put my bar soap <laughs> Your in bar of soap? the bag. I don't discriminate. I don't know about that. I feel like this fabric's too nice for a bar of soap. I'm fine with that. Because I'm not going to use the bag for anything other than holding my soap. Then, like, the soap gets into the bag. Mm. All right, ready? That sounds like bougie to me. (laughs) I don't have a speech. Always ready. But actually not ready. All right, ready. Are you going to do a speech? I do not. As do you have a speech? Um, let's see. To sunny days, day drinking, and not remembering tomorrow. Cheers. I think I lied about this pineapple vodka. It's like good, and then it's like, oh. And then it's like, you said it tastes like sunscreen towards the end, so that was not a great sign. You almost need to like immediately chase Ooh, that, okay. which I'm yeah, not a, a, like. Real quick before we end this, pet peeve like don't need to is chase when people drink their chaser out really like. and then their chaser. I don't mind that. Before and after, I'm like, what the fuck are you even drinking alcohol for? What? It's so like before like, and then after. I don't mind that. If they're trying to get drunk. But to why are you even taking like a shot if you're gonna, yeah, nah, go beforehand? Then because that's pretty much what people do with tequila. I never take the salt, and I don't even really like the lime. But niggas take the salt because it's gonna numb it and not make you taste the tequila so much. And then they take the tequila, so it's almost the same as taking two chasers. Uh, I thought people did that because it tastes more like a margarita. Mm, I feel like nah, the salt is numb your mouth a little. Oh. I'm not. I'm. I just always oh, was taught wow. that salt Damn. tequila line, oh, but I never knew why. Quick. Yeah. But I. I still Does don't salt consider salt your chaser. mouth. I feel like a chaser I mean, is like a nut. Mm, well, I guess that's a numbing, or like kind of like a wash away thing. Quick tidbit before we get out of here, because I was gonna say something before you said before we got out of here. My number one pet peeve was really going to be a pet peeve because someone just drove by doing it. I hate niggas who be driving on my block with obnoxious music. Like, it really makes me want to go get the gun in here. Wow, you're a whole grandpa. <laughs> like, it's 6 o'clock. What are you doing, nigga? <laughs> yeah, you really do sound like a grandpa with that, that one. Bro, 
there is no need for like like everyone went through that like maybe that phase. What do you consider like, obnoxious music? When they got their first car and they wanted little subs in the back so it could thump. That is not a comfortable thing to sit through. So there's no need for me to hit your subs in my car because I know you can't enjoy that with inside the car. Like if I'm in the house and I hear your subs while you're driving by, like that's terrible. I mean, all right, that makes sense. Oh, all right, anything else before we wrap it up? I'll take that as a no. All right, thank you for listening to the Shot Cast, the Happy Hour Cast, the No Edits Cast, aka We Drink a Lot on Friday's Cast. Appreciate you listening. Follow Sports Talk, uh, No A, Instagram, and Twitter. You can follow us and subscribe on Instagram.